Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome back to I Used to Watch This. I am Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Pretty good. How you doing? Oh, just great. Um, we don't really have much to talk about ahead of time. Mike no. mentioned that maybe we should mention about Peter Mayhew from uh, Star Wars. Mr. Chewbacca himself passed away recently, which is pretty sad. It seemed like a lot of people were pretty broken up about it. Yeah. A lot of cool uh, stuff from like Mark Hamill and stuff. So um, I did selfishly put a link to our Star Wars Holiday Specials podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably wasn't the best thing to do, but anyway, yeah, not uh, not the greatest representation of Star Wars right there either. So, no, but it is all Wookie all the time. There, That's true. So. <laughs> you got that going for we, you. We learned a lot about Wookie ish. Yeah, stuff there. yeah, a lot more than we really needed to. Yep. All right. So, <laughs> what do we have today, Mike? Today we are kind of dusting off the Bionic Woman and. Taking a look at the pilot episode. Um, I don't think it has a name. Sweet Jamie. <laughs> this is still my favorite song ever. I know. Yeah, I think it's Welcome we'll Home, Jamie. Part one and two. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. Maybe. This song is not in it. Sadly. It should be. Though. I really thought at one point it was going to pop up because I thought it was coming at one point. That. It didn't. We should. I think we should re-record that. Like a like a cover. I I don't think you can make it any better than that. I, no, probably not. But it's just, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you could. That is like perfection right there. Jamie. People. <laughs> people like to always talk about William Shatner making a record. Oh yeah. And uh, and uh, Leonard Nimoy. I think Leonard this, Nimoy that song beats it. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. I think it was like a. Uh, it's like a spoken word thing or something too. I, I really? swear he did one. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it is. I want to say it's Ian Spock, but that was a memoir he wrote. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know what his name of his film was, but wow, I I, I would like to get it. I'm stifled um, by that information. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, it's definitely out there. All right, I gotta take a note. I gotta make a note of this. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I gotta. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> Based on that news, I have to. Uh, Mr. Spock's music from outer space. That's hmm. uh, what it was called. Interesting. Yes. I always um, thought. I don't know if this has nothing to do with our show or this episode, but I but always thought that Star he Trek. didn't like. Oh, were you talking about something different? Yes. Yeah, I didn't think he liked to be referred to as Spock. Like I thought he tried to. Not be he Spock. did so. I actually I was just oh, I forgot what I was listening to. I think it was a podcast, but yeah, after that was kind of done. Confirmed. He did want to separate himself from that. That's why he wrote a book, I guess, called "I Am Not Spock." Oh, okay, so maybe later then, he embraced as he got it. older. Yeah, then as he got older, he kind of embraced. It. He's like, you know what? This is the way it is. This obviously, if this show never existed, R- I probably right. wouldn't be rich. I've got so. this one thing going for me. Yeah. So it, he did. Right. Yeah, he did learn to accept it later. All right. All right. He so came to terms with it. Ba- so yeah, what refocusing back yeah. to our topic. Uh, Jamie Summers, a uh, woman barely alive. A woman <laughs> barely kidding. alive. 
Actually, uh, they don't even see we that. Did, Actually, we did find out. the intro out. was weak. Did you think that? The intro? Yeah. Like yeah. Steve Austin, like Six Million Dollar Man has this awesome one where he's going in, he's crashing in his little experimental jet. You know, we can rebuild him. This one is just like. <laughs> yeah, it was a little classified. tamed down. It was tamed yeah. down. It was like yeah. there was an airplane and she jumped out of it. And then it was like <laughs> top secret government text going across the screen. Right. And they wouldn't even say how much she cost. No, but they did in this episode. Um, Oscar kind of hinted that she was not quite as expensive as Steve. So I might have some audio of that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. Um, yeah. Then I did like how it said professional tennis player, now a teacher. Um, <laughs> right. Which nice sucks. Change. I mean, she had it made, you know, they even mentioned in that show that she beat Billie Jean King. So, Right. And like Chris Everett Lloyd, so, or well, actually, I think her name was just Chris Everett then. So, uh, yeah, I don't know tennis. I didn't even know those were real people. <laughs> I thought they were just making them up. No, that's what was great about it when they talked about it. She's like, wait, was that the one where I beat Chris Everett? No, I didn't play Chrissy in that one. It was Billie Jean King. Yeah, yeah. I beat her. Meanwhile, they're like watching the show going, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have a chance. No, but- <laughs> All right, we're digressing. Before All right, we get yeah. There. All right, so, so how does how does this even so start they, out? They start off where they want to do a surgery to bring her memory back. They think they know what to do to get her memory back. Yeah, and they're I actually, like, we think we could do it. You're gonna be cool with it. You want to try it? And she says yes. I got really hung up on this part because because <laughs> it, it did. It started with Oscar kind of dictating a memo or something. To, oh yeah, to somebody, yeah, yeah. Right? So he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do this highly controversial, experimental, dangerous surgery on Jamie. Yeah. And she's either going to get her memory back or be a vegetable. <laughs> be a vegetable, right. No, I, I can't remember what he said. But, but it yeah. was almost like it was it was binary. It was either going to work or she, it was, she'd be dead. <laughs> you know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I mean, I guess it's brain surgery, right? I mean, you got to connect some stuff, rearrange some wiring. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they were going to do. But, yeah, I did forget about that whole reciting thing because he, like, talks about her whole backstory just in case the people didn't watch Six right. Men Down a Man. Right. Yeah, and this and, was a two-parter. Yeah, so, right. Well, there's a, there was a lot to cram in here, I thought, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. So they do the surgery almost, like, instantly. Yeah. And she's fully recovered. I mean, there's, like, no... She looks great. There's yeah. no scarring. There's no, no hole in her head. Because obviously they would have had to drill in her head thought, to do something, right? I thought there might be some shaved hair, right. some stitches, um, a bone saw, but nothing. It was somehow very uh, orthoscopic, maybe. I don't know how they yeah. did it, but they went up through the nostril and know. they really yeah. <laughs> they, they took care of it. Um, uh, that you know, Mike, you might have just made a breakthrough in brain surgery right there. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's bring that up to I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll bring that up at the brain surgeon, surgeon convention we're attending later this summer. Um, <laughs> yeah, but. hosted by Ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> so and of course, I think Michael does the surgery. If you remember Michael from uh, yeah, the, the jerk doctor man. who stole Jamie away from Steve. Yeah. Talk about, like, aren't there ethics in the right. medical? Well, that's even the thing. It's like, 
He's he, and you can even see it on his face, like because she remembers her high school, right? She remembers like her teachers, and she hugs Mike, and then then he's like, uh, "Do you remember Steve?" Yeah, it's like that's like the <laughs> second question. He's like, "Okay, we got to do some tests to see how your memory is." <laughs> do you remember your parents' names? Do you remember Steve? <laughs> and it's like what? <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, my bionic friend." Yeah, yeah. Right. And do you then, remember um, about him? Tell me the details. Yeah. And I even wrote it here. I go, the doctor probably made it so she wouldn't remember Steve. He probably did something to her. You know what? So she did have a problem remembering Steve. And I was thinking, yeah, right. he, pro- he probably did carve that piece out. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, that's how the brain works. You just, when you open it up, it's all like labeled in there. It is. Like, it's like memories uh, of husband. <laughs> yeah. It's just a matter of, you know, knowing what you're doing once you're inside. Right. So exactly. You want to get rid of the memory of ex boyfriend? You can, you can cut that right out. Yeah. So and that's then, what of he course, did. you know, Rudy is like the one that jumps in too, because he's there. Of course, he didn't do the brain surgery because he's a just a bionic doctor, right? And he's but he wants to know if she remembers the accident, and that's when they realize that that all that stuff is just wiped out, which isn't abnormal for a tragic accident. People can't remember it. You know, part of it is maybe because of the injury, and part of it's because you're suppressing it. But Anyway, but then the um, so I'm still astonished though that you could come up with a surgery to restore memory. <laughs> I know. That's just well, I mean, I mean, I can see like if there like, was some sort of brain. This is unplugged. Were gonna you know, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this lobe. Yeah, what is this? Looks like it should be connected to something. Yeah, um, and I'm probably talking like, totally like, out of turn because it, it's probably possible. But I have no idea. Well, right. Yeah, it's not like going back and saying, "Hey, this TV is unplugged. That's why it's not working." Exactly. <laughs> it's like reboot. Um, so yeah, they show her some pictures, and she remembers like Oscar and school parents, Steve's parents, right? She remembers Steve's parents, which there's some weird story there because I'm trying to figure out the chronology with that because at some point she talks like she was like her parents died when she was a teenager, right? Right. Her parents died, and then she she did mention that Steve's parents became her legal guardians. Right. Which I, then, I remember the, her parents dying, but I don't remember that being that they were yeah. her guardian. Yeah. So kind of like he was, she was going to marry his stepbrother. Right. <laughs> that's kind of. That's a Greg ba- Brady Marsha Brady thing right there. Exactly. <laughs> um, but she does remember the night in the rain um, at one point where that was like, that was the last episode we saw, right? Oh, That's no. when her bionics. That was when the they threats. pretended she died, right? Or no, actually, after. Well, she, she died. Yeah, momentarily. Whatever. But she remembers that, but she can't remember much of it. She just remembers being in the rain. Right. Right. And um, she wants to get working on memory, but you know they want to take it slow, especially Michael. I'm sure. Right. Michael's like, hey, I think we've had enough. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's say you know, let's not uh, rush in anything now. Right. Right. And then you know. I don't know. I, I'm not sure how far along this was, but at some point she leaves, you know, she's leaving, right? She decides she's going to move back to wherever she's from, wherever Steve's from. Yeah. Well, that's later, though. Let's, okay. All right. Let's then I won't jump that ahead. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I got some stuff to talk about first. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hit it. So we cut to her practicing, working with her bikes, making sure she's okay. So she's out running. And she's in that sweater that is in, if you go look at any of the toys for the bionic woman, this is that sweater. The white sweater with the, the stripes. pastelish stripes on it. Yeah. Um, you know, you'd, you'd probably remember it as soon as you saw it. 
And the doctor, you know, he's testing out a bionic ear. She's like, Jamie, come on in. <laughs> and he's like yeah, a mile right. away. Yeah. And then she could hear it, which is interesting because, like, I wonder how the bionic ear works, though, because so she almost has to, like, kind of focus to make it work, right? Or something like that. It, it seems, seems like. Because like I was other, otherwise, everything would be super so loud. loud. Right? Like, if yeah. someone's right next to you, it would be like screaming in your ear. <laughs> So yeah, I think she's, she's a got bird. Have, a bird goes by, like stop that noise. <laughs> she's got she's got to have some control of that somehow, right? But yeah, but I don't like, know how she knows when and how to activate yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like That's that, what I'm though. saying. Like, how would she know that he's whispering anyway? But then she runs and jumps a log, and she runs into him and kisses him and hugs him. And I feel yeah. Steve's anger boiling, and he's not even there. Me too. And uh, oh yeah, this is when Rudy's quizzing her. Like showing her slides, like of different like tennis courts. Oh yeah, that's this court. That's, that's Wimbledon. One. Like what? Yeah, uh, no, yeah, exactly. You know? And that's when she said that she beat Billie Jean King. Right, right. Um, and she still doesn't remember the accident. And uh, back, I, I, and obviously she doesn't remember anything about Steve and their marriage. So, right. well, they're they like married, but they're engaged. Yeah, and they're like, we're not telling her. <laughs> we're not telling her that stuff. <laughs> that's pretty much the way it went. Like first, yeah. Um, Rudy was like, yeah, I, I, I took that out of the report. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> like, she takes this classified like tore folder. the page out of the classified <laughs> report that he gave her. And then, yeah. And then later, uh, Oscar, what did he, he's like, eh, I just don't know the best way to tell her. <laughs> yeah. It's like, That's, no one like guys step up to the plate here. It's not that right. big a deal. I mean, I'm surprised she didn't look through her folder that Rudy had and be like, why is there like a year and a half missing here? Yeah, right. Where's what did I do nine? during this year and a half? I see that. But... Although I guess he could just say, well, you were recovering during that time. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they don't want to tell her. And um, so uh, at this point, um, she's on a tennis court. So she's just kind of hitting some balls. Not really a great form for a pro. And that's when Oscar pops in, which Oscar does a lot, at least in this <laughs> this episode. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, does he have a job? Because he's just constantly like <laughs> popping up at their place. He, yeah, he's on vacation or something because he's spending yeah. a lot of time there. Yeah. And uh, he's like, so you're going to go back to being pro? And she's like, I don't think that's really fair. So then she freaking launches the ball and like sends it through the fence, like right. busting through. She's so like, I, I don't think Jimmy Connors can even return this one. I had trouble with that too because I was thinking, and maybe, you know, there's certain pieces that I overthink, and this is one of them. But I was thinking, regardless of how hard you hit that ball, the ball is not going to tear a hole in the fence. The ball would probably shred as it went yeah. through the fence. It would shred through the fence, yes. Right. Yeah. But it would not it would not pierce the fence like that. Right. You know, a chain link fence. Yeah. Which actually I, gets gets me thinking because la- last night I was watching a video online where some guys were using different things to launch a golf ball to try to get a golf ball to explode basically. <laughs> like how fast <laughs> they had to get it going. It was it was kind of in, it was pretty humorous. But anyway. But yeah, I spent um, a good two minutes after that distracted by just the thought, like trying to run <laughs> through that. The, ten- the tennis ball going through the fence. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have the strength to do it. You're right. It would just disintegrate. And this is when they start talking about what she wants to do. Um, now, he's – because actually in the, in the recording, when he was recording before, he was even thinking, hey, she's been through enough. She should be left alone. He's like telling the secretary or whatever that. 
not secretary, but like secretary of whatever of part defense of government they're supposed to be whatever. from. Yeah, exactly. And um, but she's like, you know, I think I want to teach again. You know, I used to do that, or that's what I was studying. So that's what she wants to do. And but she's a little worried about living up to her obligation because Oscar gave her all these bonics. And there's that clip you were talking about. So what I would really like to do is go back to Ojai, put down some roots and maybe find some old ones and try teaching again. Uh Sounds wonderful. Good for me, but what about for you? Me? What do you mean me? Well, I gotta think about your needs too, Oscar. I mean, you got a pretty big investment in your bionic woman here, kiddo. I probably cost as much as Steve did. Oh, not quite six million. I mean, your parts are smaller. So there you go. Wow. Her parts are smaller. But yeah, so in this scene, she's saying, hey, you know, I want to I wanna do these like side jobs for the government whenever you need me. And he's like, no, no, you're done. You're done. And she's like, no, no, I want to do it. She's like, nope, you're done. It's out of the question. And she's like, no, no, really, I want to do it. He's like, okay. Yeah, like, so, I'm like, there's like twice – in this episode where he just gives up, like he's like stonewalling and then he just yeah. gives up. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I have a clip of the other one later. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cause it's, right, it's, it's pretty funny. He's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really going to argue with you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. And I was thinking, look, Jamie, you're unstable. That's why they don't want you. You're like, <laughs> well, she's stable now. Is now she? That she I mean, who knows? Surgery. It's only been a couple, I don't know. Actually, we have no idea how long it's been, but. No, we have, yeah, no idea how much time passed. It feels like a couple of days, and they're like, "Yep, she's good. <laughs> she's good to go." Right, but uh, but yeah, he says yes finally, and uh, she's already called Steve's dad to come. Oh, because she's like, "Oh, I already called to get a pilot to take me home because he was going to fly her back." And he's like, "Oh, Steve." And he's like, "No, Steve's dad." <laughs> yeah, so he's going to come pick her up and bring her back to Ohio, well, and. I, um, yeah. And this is where basically Oscar's like, uh, so uh, can you maybe tell her about Steve? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it Which was makes so sense uncomfortable. Because they are family. I guess it would make sense it should come from them instead. I don't know. I mean, it seems like they're they're holding out way too long on letting her know about this. Right. Because you figure it's been – well, again, we have no idea how long, right? No, but we it's don't been know the Ever since the – no, not the original accident. She remembered him after that, right? With the bionics. Yeah, it was when she, she died, right? It was, it was after she died. she died that she didn't remember him, right? Right. I think so. Okay. <laughs> That's good. It wasn't that long ago yeah. that we watched that. No. Um, but anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, okay, I'm trying to – last where we were. Yeah, no, yeah. No, so, so Oscar's like – um, yeah, no, we haven't told her about the about Steve yet. And the dad's like, well, why don't you let us tell her? He's like, uh, okay. You know, he's- <laughs> yeah. And that's right. And Michael, the doctor, comes with her. And you can see, like, Steve's dad giving him a stink eye. That's what I was going to talk about earlier. What's that? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's that? later. So what I wanted to say is that she pretty quickly wrote off Michael. She's like, Michael, you know you always beat my heart. And then jumps on the plane, like, you know, like, see ya. Yeah, let's be by her. See ya. Yeah, it was so, it was like, before she was so tied to him, and now it was just a quick yeah. break, so. 
That was yeah. nice. Nice to see his hey, ass. Hey, thanks for fixing my right brain. Runway. I'll see ya. Yeah. But uh, I think, yeah, I think Steve's dad was pretty happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So they go to the airport and, or they get to Ojai then and they're coming off and, you know, or no, no, they're getting on the airplane. They go to take off. Some weird dudes like at a payphone over there watching. like, oh, yeah, <laughs> they uh, just left. They're on their way to Ojai. Yeah. That was weird. And, yeah. You're like, where did this guy come from? That's out of place. But I guess they had to put some plot in this episode. <laughs> but yeah, and I was waiting for her to freak out about the airplane because of the accident and everything. Like, oh, I thought that yeah, was going to happen. But. Yeah, she doesn't really remember that part, so that's fine. Yeah. So then they sleep. go to their the parents' house. She calls them mom and dad too. And Which all right, mom, let's just let's pause for one moment. She yeah, calls yeah. them mom and dad sometimes, yeah. and then she doesn't remember Steve, who she grew up with as her <laughs> brother, basically. But whatever, yeah. we'll move on from there. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, she, yeah, I, right. Anyway, the mind is a fickle thing. It is. Um, so, so they're at this. She's like, "Oh yeah, we bought this ranch, and you know, we always want to raise horses." And I'm like, "Is this the ranch that Steve bought? Remember? <laughs> is this his ranch?" Yeah. Right. And they're like, "When it came on the market, we couldn't resist it." Like, what? Uh, yeah, I, I swear it's the same one that Steve bought. Yeah, I think it and, is. Yeah. And they're like, oh, and you could live above the barn. <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, we're going to travel a lot now. So we decided <laughs> to buy this farm full of horses that we're not going to be around to take care of. Um, <laughs> and you could sleep above the barn. Like, right. It was just a lot of weird information kind of piled into one scene. Right. And um, she's like, you know, it's kind of messy up there, but uh, with your bionics, you'll be able to fix it in no time. I'm like, yeah, because I don't think that's what they were designed for. It's a cleaning skill, bionics, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but um, Christopher Page, our friend from Time, the Time Shifters podcast, he even said, he's like, you know, I just recently watched this one. It seems like they use a lot of herbionics for doing housework. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. Well, she's kind of, you know, retired <laughs> And I pointed now. out that Steve did use them to fix up the the ranch, too. Yeah. Remember, he was, like, bionically sawing wood. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, there's, there's a scene. Uh, I don't know if I'm spoiling anything you're looking forward to here, but there's a scene where the, the dad comes with a new stove. <laughs> and she like she lifts it off the truck, so that's like you know very domestic. Yeah. My but, question is, how the hell did he get up there? And because yeah. uh, that guy didn't lift. Well, it. there's I a mean, bionic guy at the warehouse to put it in there. So. <laughs> is that what it is? Um, and it's just like sitting at the end of the truck bed too. Like, like yeah, right. It's like on the edge, right? <laughs> like, did he drive like how that? How did he get it there? Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, so what happens next? So they're in the house. They're, oh, they're sitting around reading mail. <laughs> That's what I was like. They're sitting around reading mail. There is not much going on in this episode. <laughs> so far. Let's break it into two parts. Nothing really happened. Yes. And this is where they have a scrapbook. And she's like, oh, Jamie's like, oh, can I see? Can I see? And they've already like flipped past one page that has like their wedding announcement. And they kind of like go back away from that. <laughs> <laughs> the mom, she gives us like, I just wet myself stare. To, you know? <laughs> it's like, obviously there's something in that book that she shouldn't see. Right. So then they start from the beginning and this book. So I, I, it's the front of funny because it was like a scrapbook or whatever. 
photo album. I don't know what it's supposed to be. They call it a scrapbook, but it's got these giant pages, and each page has like one tiny photo <laughs> yeah, in the middle. Right, you're right. You're I'm like, like what a waste. It's like a four inch newspaper article. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty great, but um, and then it's like. They're little, they're little. And then they even had pictures of her when they're little. She's yeah. like, I always thought of you as my daughter anyway. Like, what? <laughs> Here's Steve with a fish when he's like four. You know? Yeah. And then suddenly like three pages in is their <laughs> wedding announcement. <laughs> I know, exactly. Who organized like, this book? Nothing else happened. Right? <laughs> yeah, I thought the exact same thing. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. And then, oh, so anyway, so she sees that clip and I almost forgot. I have a clip of her noticing that. And, oh, okay. uh, and they warned her, right? They said, well, here, I got, I got the little thing here. They said, yeah, this next page might be a little rough for you. You and Steve are much closer than you remember, Jamie. Next page may be painful for you. This is where she flips to it. <laughs> what is this? We were going to be that. Hmm? <laughs> Steve and I were going to be married. Not sure she's really selling it there. Yeah, you <laughs> the know, surprise. So, but. a couple observations about Jamie Summers during this uh, this episode, and even previously, I think I mentioned she's very perky, very like lighthearted, fun, innocent, like in her voice, the way she talks about stuff. Yeah, and, uh, and she does a lot of that, like pausing when she talks. Right. For things, you know. So, what? Yeah. Me? What? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, it's effective. She, yeah. She, she makes her down to earth, you know. Yeah. Um, just stands But she didn't have any pain. And that's out. when the, da- the dad asked her, like, wait, is this causing any pain, like physical pain in her brain? Right. Um, And she says no. No. But she can't remember. Steve's dead to me. But... <laughs> No, she didn't say that. <laughs> but she, she, you know, I mean, she did make it clear that she feels nothing for Steve. Yeah, she just doesn't remember. Yeah. I don't remember being in love with him or something like that. Yeah. Which, so I don't know. Again, it's weird that she remembers all this thing about her parents, his parents, and nothing about him really. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, and this is when, um, this is when later the dad brings the stove home. Okay, and she takes it in. And Oscar calls to check in to see if she got a job because <laughs> he's got right. nothing else to do. Right. Oh, no. Actually, and uh, he's he's got a. Um, okay. So she's. Uh, Oscar's calling to see if she got a job. And then something about the Air Force School. And it seems like they've already talked about this somewhere else. Like it was cut out of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, like, the, oh Air the Air Force School. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, we don't. What are you talking about? So. Um, and Steve is in the office with Oscar. And uh, you can hear him uncomfortably wriggling around in the chair with his leather on leather, <laughs> since he's wearing the leather jacket and the leather thing. Like, I was thinking leather pants, but yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. So, um, and he's on his way to Thailand, but he and does this is his first for appearance, second. right? Yeah. And I, yeah. is this this is part one still, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, he's on his way to Thailand. He just calls to say hi. He's like, "I'll see you soon." Um. And I presume that means when he gets home from Thailand. Right. But then we'll talk about that later because then he comes back. But anyway, 
Now she's driving around in a was it that a Datsun two eighty or two sixty? Yeah, I, it's a little Datsun. It was a cool little car. I like that. Yeah, she had a cool car, and um, so she got the teaching job. It's only they only have one teaching spot, and the guy's like, "So these kids are um, a little bit on the rough side because they uh, travel around a lot." And I'm like, "Wow, is Tony?" Ravioli, Ravioli <laughs> from Greatest American Hero going to be one of the kids. That's right. It's in his younger days. <laughs> that would have been great. Some guy's like, hey, hey, Mrs. Uh, what was her name? J- Mrs. S, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. My name's Tony. I'm Tony. But he's like six. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that awesome. That would have been great. You got yeah. like a leather jacket on. Oh, man. Anyway, but that was not the case. But so she... um So wait, so this dude, this guy from the Air Force School or whatever is like showing around and like telling her like, oh, this class, whatever. Did you notice how handsy this guy is? Yeah, he's like, hi, I've just met you, but let me put my hand on your butt walking you through basically. Let me grab your arm as I talk to you and then put my arm on your back as I walk you through the – Right. Wow. And did you see like how he grabbed her arm too? He was like, hey, come this way. He's like clamping on her arm. I'm like, dude, what the hell? A little control freak. Yeah. I noticed that too. And I was like, are they setting this guy up to be some sort of bad guy or something? <laughs> are we going to watch uh, Jamie just like fling him across the room <laughs> for touching her too much? Because that would, yeah. would be warranted. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go home and study for school, I guess. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> this is when um, – I put a, I don't know if you saw the video, the little clip I put on Twitter. So this is when the mom comes and she's like going to have a, have some tuna fish or something, but she has no, has no, um, she's like, I can't it, find my can opener. She's, like, can oh. <laughs> she's using her thumbnail on this obviously piece of tinfoil. Yeah. Oh, it like, was, it was, it was terribly, terribly done. <laughs> yeah. Like it's almost like the prop guy. Goes, all right, this isn't going to be in a close up, right? Oh, no, 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 no. don't worry about it. It's going to be like across the room. You won't even tell. Or like maybe the prop guy was sick that day and like, (laughs) you know, someone, the intern had to do it or something. I don't know. (laughs) One of his kids. Yeah, but it was, it was like tinfoil wrapped around the top of something. (laughs) She just like put put her finger through it. Right. So, but she does get it open and. I don't even know why she was opening a can of tuna. Were they going to eat that for yeah. lunch or something? Yeah. I don't even know. I, it's just it's always <laughs> good to have an open can of tuna around. Right. Because if you want to get every cat in the neighborhood to come to your house, just open a can of tuna. That's right. Especially when you live on a ranch. And then... Um, they probably have a bunch of stray cats there. And then Jamie and did is, did make a funny joke there where she's the, the mom is like... First of all, the mom looked appalled while she was doing this which i was appalled too i'm like this is disgusting she's opening that with her fingernail like but gonna... but and again back to your point with the tennis racket it still wouldn't have worked her fingernail just would have gotten ripped off well i'm assuming it's a bionic fingernail right like it's well that's true i guess the whole arm is <laughs> the whole arm is it bionic, wasn't like right? tissue so um so yeah so and... let's assume it's a bionic fingernail and that goes with her joke like she said oh i'll you know the mom's like oh do you have any more of those fingernails or something like that and she's like oh i'll ask rudy about the parts or something like that they're trying to be funny but uh, lee press on bionic nails yeah um uh, and this is where her mom the mom says i always thought of you as a daughter even before your parents were dead you're right <laughs> whatever whatever yeah. weirdo and then there's um, 
there was a scene. I don't know if you have a clip of this or not, but there was a in in this scene, Jamie says something along the lines of, "You know, when I see the pictures of Steve, I I remember it, but it's in my mind, not in my heart." Yeah, and, she, and then she's to, like, yeah. "Can I tell you something between you and I, or you and me, or whatever?" And she's she's like, "Oh, sure." She's like, "I." Remember Steve, but I just don't know that I have the feelings in my heart. I'm like, you just said that. Why did you ask permission <laughs> to say it again? <laughs> I you are you like rubbing salt in this poor woman's wounds that hurt? <laughs> Look, I never loved Steve's dad anyway, so it doesn't matter. Just go back together. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is going on? But um, so point now eight. we go back to the school. So now the first day of schools with these ruffians here that she has. And so one kid, what, shoots a rubber band at her back of her head when she goes to write something on the board. Oh, yeah. And she turns around, and there's this fake kid laughter. Did you notice that? Oh, like, my God. It was, like, it was horrible. It was like it's like kids the kids laughing. are all still. And then, like, still. we're panning the kids, and there's nobody laughing. There's nobody moving, and, they, and there's, no. like, giggles. And it's, like, yeah. clearly not part of the audio. Right. Originally. It was, yeah. it was pretty bad. So... She's like, all right, I'm gonna I know how to get these kids in shape. She's like, Hey, can you go give me that phone book over there? <laughs> and the funny thing and then is you knew it, right? You saw it coming when she said that. Right. Well, the funny thing is, not long ago, like last week or the week before, I was flipping through the channels and the bionic woman was on <laughs> this freaking scene was on. <laughs> oh, really? You actually came yeah. across it? Yeah. So and I didn't realize it was from this one until it happened. I'm like, oh my god, I just saw this. So yeah, so I have a little uh I have a little thing of this here where she's um talking about uh, respect in the classroom and what to do, basically threatening them. Now some teachers feel that the best way to get respect from their students is to threaten them. And that that noise is the threats phone because book most thing. of the time they're not really carried out, you know? And I've always felt that the, the best way of teaching was the gentle approach. That is a crazy sound. I feel <laughs> that respect for a teacher should grow naturally through friendship and through trust. And I expect you to be able to develop and understand all this and have that kind of respect for me. So basically scared straight. <laughs> So, yeah. see this for this phone book. This is going to be your little neck if uh, you don't shut <laughs> this the hell is your up. spine. <laughs> I thought it was great. It's a good idea, really, because you're not really threatening them. You're yeah. saying exactly the opposite, and as as you're showing your force. Right. Exactly. You know. So, did, you, did you? We ever, never saw anything else with the class that day, so I don't know what else happened. But did you ever with Go the ahead. phone book ripping? Isn't that like some kind of there's some kind of trick to that, right? Like where you can tear a phone book in half. Sure, I don't I mean, know. I, I've never done it. I don't know it, but that's immediately what I thought. <laughs> I of. Yeah, and then uh, this is when, and the, when the kids start listening, she's like, "Okay, I want you guys to write an autobiography." I'm like, "Oh, kids love that." Yeah, yeah, right. Turn your desk around and write a story about yourself. Let's get in a circle um, and face each other. Yeah, and then. Um, Oh yeah. So then the that guy, that same that colonel or whoever the guy that got out of the job was there, the creepy guy. Yeah. 
He's like, so, Mr. Hands, come by. Are you guys uh, an <laughs> <Yeah>. item? <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, so you and Steve. And then she's like, I don't know. He's like, yeah. okay, just checking. Like, what do you mean, just checking? Checking yeah. what? Right. Weirdo. Dude, you're a creep. And then, um, so then as she's driving home, a car cuts her off, or cuts another car off. Like, right, it goes like around her, right? So then someone cuts him off, and he gets pushed off the side of the road, and basically a car bursts in the flames right away. But then they keep showing this camera. Yeah. So someone's recording her now doing this. And I'm like, wait, is this the Bigfoot people again? <laughs> and then they show the TV. Yeah. That was like yeah. a crisp, so, very crisp picture on the TV. Right. Almost and again, better than the rest of the episode I was watching. <laughs> it was really good. And once, once again, this camera, one single camera can capture a lot. A lot. You're right. I mean, you just see I, the one what? camera and it's like got... I don't even care if they set up multiple cameras. There's no way they would get <laughs> that like good. Different sh- angles going on yeah. and like everything else. And like that's a really good placement because they, you know, yeah, they yeah, got a close up of her in the car window. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah, she rips the car door off, and you can see the guy like looking at her. But the funny <laughs> thing is, is like, so this guy, this is obviously we find out faked, right? That was right. Done staged. on purpose for her to do this, staged. Yeah. I'm like, wait, but this freaking car really blew up. Right. I'm like, what if she didn't get him out of there? But she just kept going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The car explodes. Like, they... Sucks to be you. You cut me off. I'm yeah. gonna keep going. Yeah, so the guy did get in a real accident and probably did get hurt. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was worth And then uh she's like, Okay, you stay here. He's she's like, I'll go get help. I'll be back. Obviously, no cell phones. And she comes back seemingly hours later because it's, it's like midnight now. It's like, yeah, it's nighttime. It's like it was daytime <laughs> when this happened, and now it's nighttime. Yeah. And the ambulance driver is like, uh, what's going on? He was yeah. like, there's nobody here. Yeah. Are you and she's sure like all embarrassed. And... Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't force this car off the road? Um. So then uh, we're back at the, what? Somehow back at the airport, and they're like, oh, we have a surprise for you. And there's this fighter jet coming in, and somehow she knows it's Steve flying in. <laughs> like, oh, well, that's Steve. The guy can barely remember. Yeah. Um, again, they talk about, and now they're walking and talking and talking about how they grew up together. Again, they are 10 years apart <laughs> in yeah. real life. So Yeah, right. I know they try to keep saying that they're the same age, but... <laughs> <laughs> Jamie still looks like she's like 18 in this show. She's, I mean, I forgot what she was, early 20s, but she's really young looking. And she's he super looks young. like 50 yeah. already. Yeah. And I know he's not. I know he's like, he was like mid 30s, but, you know, again, back in the day, people aged Back faster. to us. We assumed everyone was older anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, she talks about how she knows it's the engagement. She's, feels awful that she can't remember and um they go to see the tree where they carve their yeah, names in the tree yeah where they carve their names and she's like you tried to hide this from me because remember they went there in that one episode after uh yeah the um which after the, the accident. accident yeah yeah um, and then and then they show them like putting their hands together like on that spot on the tree yeah and i was thinking yeah. I, I like half expecting steve to like bionically rip the heart and their names off the tree <laughs> as the Just hand was throw it away. Yeah. This is how I feel. Like, Bitch. <laughs> Down on the ground. <laughs> um, 
But again, they talk about Steve being off to Thailand and, you know, she goes to see him off and they kind of have a pretty passionate kiss for someone who can't remember. Well, yeah, she's like, let's have, let's just be a new beginning, right? I'm like, damn, that's some new beginning right there. Right. And then um, this is, and then Oscar says, hey, I don't think that accident was an accident. He thinks something's up and uh, he wants her to leave, but she's like, no, I don't want to leave. And she wants to make a stand for herself. She's like, I'm not going to leave just because somebody's trying to kill me. Right. And this is like, right, this one, this thing happened at their parents' house, right? Like multiple times in this scene, Oscar walked in and out of the house. I'm like, does this guy have anything to do? Yeah, right. Why is he there? And plus nothing is secure if if someone's really trying to kill her, you know? Right. Exactly. And uh, that's how it ends. (laughs) That's part. That's part one. That was part one. Yeah. That's a hell of a cliffhanger. Cliff. Well, you know, it it goes to <laughs> cliffhanger. It goes to the old guy in the car in the limo, and then it says to be continued. Yeah. I'm like what? Why is that scene to be continued? Right. Exactly. Oh my gosh! Well, I got to know where, where this guy's going. Is he going to the airport? This guy looks rich. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that limo? I can't wait to find out if that guy has a TV in there. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, that was it. And then um, I don't even remember how part two started. So it starts off with Jamie driving in, like, the desert, basically. Oh, okay. And and I, there's a there's a, a, a thing on the radio that's talking about Steve Austin getting a grand reception in Thailand. I'm like, what? Why? You know, you know the American astronaut in Thailand? They're it's a big hit. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, wait, oh, I'm sorry. Astronaut. Wait, I, before we before we go on, I forgot. At this one point when in the uh, previous part, when they're talking and stuff, they go to a swing set. Do you remember this? Oh, part? yes. And oh, thank God we did not skip this part. <laughs> <laughs> so he says something about, like, something about, I can't remember what it was, but something about how he threw a frog on her yes, or no, whatever so she yeah, said he did. They're reminiscing. And he's like, no, it was right? a lizard. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, like, she did something to him, and he's like, oh, I got back at you. I put a lizard down your shirt or something. Right, exactly. On this swing. Yeah. And he sits down on the swing, (laughs) and then we got a little – I got a little clip of this because I got to talk about this for a second. (laughs) What'd you do, stick a frog down my back? (sighs) No, it was a lizard. Ew, that's an awful thing to do. Bionic push. That noise is him on a swing getting launched around the pool. <laughs> so, the one, so that's like the one thing that every kid tries to do, right? Is try to swing it all yeah, the way Yeah, you want to do like a full 360 on that thing. I thought she but was... Why does he sound like a, like a like an old jet B-17 <laughs> bomber or something? Well, when she pushed him, I'm like, he's going to go sailing forward. like. Right. But he, he holds onto the chains and he does like... He swings over. It's like fun. I think he did like two loops around it too. Yeah, it was it was like the most <laughs> ridiculous scene. <laughs> oh, that was fast. I was laughing so hard, and I don't think it was meant to be funny. It was crazy. At least not funny in that way. And then I think she had some flashbacks while he was like upside down. Right. Yeah, she remembered him being like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the swing. Right. Yeah, that same swing, I guess, is yeah. still there 20-some years later and not right. rusted a bit. That's pretty good. WD-40. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, anyway, so now now she's driving and her brakes are out. 
Yeah. So this Remember? is almost immediately after Oscar. Yeah. This is right. This is the Oscar's first like, part of. I think they're trying the to kill you. Starts. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's like, "What if this? What if you're in the middle of an accident? Can you handle it?" She's like, "Yeah." So yeah. So her brakes are out, and the solution is <laughs> not don't turn off the car. Don't try to run into some you know bushes or something, but stick your foot out. <laughs> <laughs> you know your bionic. Foot with some, with a sandal on it. I don't know what it was, a high heel shoe or something. I don't know what it was either. But that shoe would have been shredded, which it was worn down. But I was thinking. And, and, and it would, melting. It would have gone down to her her bionic foot. The flesh would have been torn off and the metal right. would have been like grinding on the pavement. Yeah. And in the meantime, someone is have in the bushes with a camera again. Yeah, and there's a camera in the log too. So there was like. Oh, was there? Yeah, so you could see from all angles. Oh, I didn't notice the camera in the log. Good eye. Or maybe I just made that up. I don't know. No, I mean, there very well might have It felt like it because she was looking directly at it. Yeah. Um, And I Um, thought she was actually going to notice it, but I don't think she did. But then um, she comes home and (laughs) the mom's like, oh, Oscar called to check on you. What is this guy doing? Like, dude, Oscar's just—he's like becoming a problem now. God, get your own kids, Jesus. Yeah, and then he's—and then um, she's like, uh, you know, she tells the mom about the, you know, the accident or whatever, and she's like, you know, the problem, you know, is my favorite shoe or my favorite yeah. pair of shoes, and she's like, that's crazy, you know, this—you're you, someone cut your brake line or whatever, and then. Oscar eventually tells her that someone put like a charge in her brake line or something to right, yeah, like a out. remote charge that so would blow it out, yeah. yeah. But but um, before that, she goes to her place to call him, and she can hear bionically that there's a phone bug in her phone. Yes, she. The so she, <laughs> yeah. So she calls. So she tells the mom to call her from her phone because her phone won't be bugged. I guess. I, I don't know. Again, how do they bug her phone? Whatever. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to bug a phone at the, you know, a residence, you're going to bug right. all the phones, right? Yeah. But. but then we find out through Oscar that this guy that we keep seeing, which we probably should recognize, I guess, was the guy from the refinery at that last episode with right. Steve Austin. So once he said now, that, it clicked. Like, right. Yeah, and now, granted, this wasn't like the next week after that $6 million man episode. I don't know how much time passes in between it. But the regular viewers would have forgotten too. Yeah, yeah. I would think. I'm sure that's why he says it. You know, because this was like a mid-season replacement, which, um, which I read about. I guess it started taking over from two comedy shows that I've never heard of before. So I guess they never came back. Um, but uh, but they said something like how he's a he's a you know he's the bad guy, but he mixes good with bad, so he's hard to track. Him, yeah, I guess, he's got like good businesses sense. and then shady businesses, and he kind of mixes them, so it's tough to. Tough to track yeah. that down. And yeah. then, and and he then doesn't, she doesn't think he's trying to kill her. He's testing no. her. She's like, yeah, I think he's testing me to see what I'm capable of. Right. And then um, at some point we meet his son too, right? Yeah, but not until a little later. All right. I keep, I think. You know, I keep wanting to I get think ahead. he might have been like visible, but he didn't really like say I'm anything. just, I'm excited to talk about the son because he was from some like Disney movie from like he Witch was? Mountain oh. or something. I, I don't <laughs> I didn't look him up. Yeah, like when he was really young, he was from like some other movie. But I, yeah. and I didn't look him up either. I just remember that from oh back in the day from the real thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I could memory may be failing me, so I could have just lied. 
but I that's well, I you think didn't lie. Some... As far as you knew, you were correct. So that's yeah. not really. Lying. I'm actually. I'm going to look while you talk. Oh, okay. Stall. <laughs> Stall for me. So like... go. <laughs> Stretch. All right. So anyway, yeah. So this is where they talk about like now Oscar shows up there again because again nothing to do. So they uh, he thinks that this guy wants to buy her or buy her out or have her work for him or something <laughs> like that. And so she comes up with it and she's like, Hey, I got an idea. Let's I got an idea. I got a little play of that here. Why do you test drive a car? Because you're thinking about buying it. Well, he certainly has the money to make you a good offer. Now, if that is what's on his mind, why don't we make it a lot easier for him? Jamie, what are you talking about? Well, suppose he thought that I was fed up with you and the OSI. It would be a perfect opportunity for me to just go right into his camp. Now, wait a minute. Oscar, you said yourself you're having trouble getting a man in there. A woman would probably have a better shot at it. Jamie. It might work. All right, you got it. (laughs) That's one of those times where he talks about, where he just like gives up. He's like, okay, fine. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. He's very, he puts up a good front and then he just drops it. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, so they have, they, they have this fake fight in the hall cause she figures that there's probably somebody watching her on this base. So they have this fake fight and it turns out there's this janitor just cleaning the same spot on the floor for like 20 minutes. Right. <laughs> making it obvious that he's listening in. In fact, um, he's probably been there all day. I don't know. Right. He probably even heard them making up the plan. But the, that's the funny thing is like. They're like, okay, we're going to do this plan. We're going to do this fake fight, blah, 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 blah. And, like, the first time they do it, that's it. It's fine. That's, they don't have to try it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah and um, so this is when she gets a call at home from Oscar on the bug phone on purpose. And he offers her $19,000 a year. And she's like, what am I, a buy on a cocktail waitress? <laughs> that was and hilarious. I wonder – what the going like average salary in the United States was at that time, you know, nineteen thousand was probably not too bad, but for being a secret spy, no, that's not good. But like average person, it probably wasn't terrible. Um, but then she hangs up on him, and then like she hangs up. She's like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry, Oscar." You know, like, not <laughs> yeah. like not really like that, but you know, yeah. But she was, she was like overly polite, you know. Yeah, and then we cut to the two guys listening, and it's the dad and the son. Um, did you find out who he was from? No, I'm still kind of looking. Oh, okay. And um, <laughs> so they're like walking through the forest. I'm not. I think that, were they. I don't know if they were setting up other cameras or what they were doing, but he's like, "Hey, you've been kind of quiet since graduating from law school last week." He's like thinking of doing government work. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like he graduated last week. Although I would say most lawyers don't they have a job set up before they're even done with law school? I, I think would usually. I would think so. What and was the, what was their last name? Do you remember? Who's the rich guy and his son? The bad guy? Um, no. Okay. Elgin. Was it Elgin? No. Okay, because there is somebody named Elgin in here. Helen. Who's Helen Elgin? Okay. I'll just continue yeah. looking. Or I don't know. I don't know what their name was. All right. Keep going. Let's... <laughs> I'm never going to find this guy. You're never going to find him? No. Okay. Um, where was I? All right. So they, uh, they're they talking about that and, you know, 
and the son wants to work for him, but he's like, hey, you got to do legit work. He's like, I can't be, I just got out of law school. I can't be breaking the law immediately, basically. Yeah, right. And um, and the kid's got kind of like a good streak in him, right? Like he wants to, right. he, yeah. he's kind of, um, what do you yeah. call that? Like uh, like an idealist or something. He yeah, just, exactly. And I'm like, this guy's at least 40 years old that's coming out of law school, by the way. <laughs> yeah, true. He is, I mean- I know law school is a little longer, so you come out a little older, but not 40. No. Um, but there's like, yeah, she's going to realize her own net worth, you know, and they're going to basically make a good. So they, they set up a meeting with her and like he calls her. And he's like, I can make it worth your while. He's like, you know, meet me in the alley behind the bank. <laughs> like, right. What? right. In 20 minutes or we'll never talk about this again. Yeah, exactly. And um I don't know. She's walking to the bank then. Again, I don't know why she didn't drive. Oh, her, that's right. She doesn't have any brakes. Oh, yeah. Her car's out of commission. Yeah. So she's like repeating in her head something about like just how to get there. I don't know. It's weird. But then she's there. I guess she's walking through there. The guy's like, all right, she should be there now. She should be far enough in now. So they come barreling around the corner in this giant limo trying to turn. <laughs> like it was tipping over. And, and the kid's like, Dad, stop. What are you doing? You're going to run over. And then the other car van comes in their way. She has nowhere to go, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you'll see, you'll see. You'll see. And then, and then she basically uh, jumps over onto the the railing, above, like a fire escape like, up ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So she jumps to up get to, away. to escape. And then, like, <laughs> she, she kind of looks down. He's like, all right, good job. And then um, – they go to breakfast. I don't know. <laughs> they end up at a, yeah, she's like, at he gets out of the car and he like right? yells up to her like, you are extraordinary or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> and, and then. then um, go ahead. And then, yeah. And then he basically like makes her an offer to hire her to do, to work for him. Right. First, he's like showing her the tapes that they recorded. Yeah. And she's like, you're like at a regular Alan Funt. <laughs> That's a nice reference to. Like yeah, that. which no one now would have any idea <laughs> what that had to do. <laughs> but yeah, he offers her $1 million. All he has to do is acquire. She has to acquire some things. No biggie. Um, And basically says, you don't have to, you know, she's like, oh, I'll get some clothes. No, you don't have to leave. You can stay right here. You got all the clothes you need. Because they have to like pretend like they're going to like some party, right? Or something like that. Going to some formal party where she needs to like bust through a. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they say it right up the head, but like he's got. She's got to steal something. Yeah, she's got to steal something there, right? And the kid's like sweating. I keep calling him the kid. I have no idea what his name is. (laughs) I know. I can't. I and I can't even find him. I'm like on IDBM or IMDb. IMDb. (laughs) And he's not. I can't find him in the list for that first episode. Oh really? Okay. I see the old guy. Wait, maybe this is him. No. Can't find it. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, he goes and shows her like where a closet full of clothes is. Uh, the, oh, the older guy, the dad. And he goes in to kiss her and she's like, whoa, hey. <laughs> and pushes him away. And uh, he's like, oh, okay, sorry. You know, and then <laughs> she goes and changes, I guess. And she picks up the phone to try to call somebody, but she can hear that there's a bug in there. So, um, I don't know. She just. Decides to stay there and just get dressed, I guess, and go to the party. And 
Then we cut to her parents' house or whatever. And of course, who's at the house again? Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Because he has nothing else to do. I mean, I guess he's worried about her because they haven't, you know, they started this thing and he hasn't heard from her. But. um, And it's funny how much they like incorporated him into this episode and how little Steve was incorporated into it, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. And, you know. I, I could see them like wanted to make him as a father figure, but he she has one as <laughs> the stepdad. That's true. So too many really father no figures. Need. In fact, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess the other guy could be a grandfather figure. But um, so the guy knock, kid knocks on the door. Hey, are you decent? And uh, he's got an awesome tux on and the bow tie, um, huge yeah. bow tie. <laughs> and uh, you know she's glad to get the you know, can talk a little bit, blah, blah, blah. Then not much really happens at all. And um, he said something about, are you, you know, happy? And she's like, or something about, no, she said something about it. He said something about her, his dad, you know, not being that nice or whatever. And she's like, well, I don't care as long as he keeps supplying me with this stuff, like the jewelry and stuff that she gets to put on. Right. And he's like, well, but is it necessary? And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you're a tennis pro. Now you're a teacher. What do you need this stuff for? She's like, uh, I don't know. You always going to have more? <laughs> and he's true. If she was a tennis pro and at the top of her game like she was, she should have a fair amount of money put yeah, away. Yeah. You're right. So even had, back then. He had it figured I know, out. He's like, this yeah. doesn't really make sense. Don't you have like an Adidas contract or something? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um. Whatever. Okay, so they go. Oh, so they're going to an estate of this guy, a butler. He's a developer, and they have to get plans for a thing called Project Rebound. And it's Gordon Jump is the guy. Remember WKRP? In oh Cincinnati? yeah, the big guy. Yeah, he's that's his house that they're gonna go to. Right. So um, <laughs> he recognizes her as the tennis pro or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, I retired," and so he's you know trying to get some tennis tips and kind of putting the moves on her and the other guy's getting pissed. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so then she kind of slips away and goes to the room to go get the stuff. And so I don't know. She rips this lock off. So the kid is by the way, following her and he's like peeking in the door, like some two year old. And how can she not hear that with her bionic ear? I I don't know. Well, again, you know, it depends what she's doing. But so she has she rips off this like lock thing on the front of it, right? It's like and like sparks yeah. go flying and everything. It was, oh yeah, he's like, I hope the electric barrier won't yeah. bother you or whatever. Yeah, and then she goes in and just rips the door off, and I'm like, well, why did she have to rip the other thing off then? She could just rip the yeah, door she off. She could just gone right through. But yeah, she just peeled through that like metal safe door like it was nothing, like paper. Yeah, and then she takes the. Project Rebound papers. It's a top secret Navy thing. And then she sees the pad of paper on the desk and she bionically writes a note, which is awesome because <laughs> it sounds like a typewriter. Like super fast. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> it just says like the kid, and then the kid goes in and takes the note and it just says to call Oscar Mad or Oscar Madison. <laughs> That's the odd couple. <laughs> that would be great to have a crossover to have uh, yeah. call Oscar Madison. Or Oscar Meyer for <laughs> Oscar at OSI, and they just figure he'll know who it is, I guess. Um, but he takes the note, and um, 
so then they you know get back together with the old guy and he's like hey we're gonna make a great deal of money together he's like next mission's tomorrow um he has the plans upstairs to follow but he wants her to stay for a few minutes so or he wants her he wants his son to stay back behind for a few minutes because he wants to talk to him right so she leaves but only goes halfway out then listens she, in with her bionic ear right she's standing right outside the door basically yeah and then she listens to them talking about stuff. I don't even know what they talk about. Is this where she jumps up then off the – she jumps up the the stairs when they start coming out the door? Yeah, yeah. She, like, jumps so she up to, like, him. three floors up to her. Yeah. But um, but he doesn't give the uh, the note to his dad. He's going he's gonna to rat on Jamie, but he changes his mind because he sees the plans are, like, some top secret stuff. So I think he's getting nervous. And um, – it has some then I think the other part they're gonna do, they say. I know I'm kinda of going kind of fast, but this was really I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> this this episode, this whole two parter was all backloaded. Like all the stuff happened in like the last twenty minutes. Like the first forty minutes, nothing happened. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um so they're gonna get some sonar device that one of his company makes. Um I guess that's what the problem is. Yeah, because they're going to basically make money off of it by selling it to the government. Right. So um, he says he wants to talk to her about Jamie, but he wants to check a few things out first. This is the kid talking to her dad. Right. So he's basically going he to find out what her deal is. He was going to blow the her cover, but yeah. then he's like, he gave it as kind of a second thought. Right. Yeah. So this is when she, you know, they go, hey, let's go see if she's ready. And she jumps up the stairs because she's supposed to be getting dressed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now they, then they show up at some lab and she goes in on her own, like broad daylight, just kind of running across. There's cameras like following her. And, uh, I like the, she did karate chop the fence to open it up. Remember that one? Yeah. That was good. Yeah. And then like she, a like, knife through part. butter. Yeah. And then she's in the one thing, getting something and her son shows up uh, behind her with a gun. In the meantime, it wasn't her show, son. It was. His son, yeah. I'm sorry. But in the meantime, while she's doing all this stuff, the old guy is inside a safe with other other dudes or whatever. They're showing her off. Right. Like she so um like so this was kind of like a play. Like they he he like tricked her into doing this so he could show her to these other people to try to right. sell her, basically. Right, exactly. Um so Oscar, we cut to Oscar showing up at uh, the other the contractor's place. He wants to check in the guest book to see if anyone's there. I didn't notice anything in the checkbook that really set it off. No. Um, but uh, anyway, so um, the kid has her drive the van to a remote spot and says, "You're a spy. You're working for the OSI." And um, he's, you know, but he's kind of half glad that she didn't sell out that easy, right? And he loves his father. He wants to protect him. He can be warm and compassionate. Um, but the kid overall is a good kid. Yeah. I mean, a good 40-year-old kid. And he wants to do the right thing. So she pretty much easily persuades him, right, to right. switch sides or whatever. But, but meanwhile, yeah. Oscar, dumbass, tells this guy, tells the big guy from WKRP who – they stole the plans from like, Hey, yeah, I've got someone on this case. So we got someone on the inside basically. Um, oh yeah. 
Oh, so, yeah, that's right, because he tells the so other guy that. Part, yeah, because yeah, then he calls up, and he's like, hey, I'm calling all my you know, colleagues who you know are in, in the industry and just letting you know I got robbed and you know, yeah. Oscar saying there's someone he's got someone on the inside. So, so right, you know, the bad that's guys. Right. Like, that's, oh, that's right. Because this, this part here, that's right. They weren't on the inside. That was later. And um, but he does tell she does tell the kid that her dad has killed his dad has killed some people. He doesn't want to believe it. Right. He's like, no, but I'm telling you the truth. Um, so this is when they say, okay, the last thing is tough. You have to get an envelope with a printed security board in there from Electrodyne. Um, which I think ends up being one of his companies, right? And this is where he goes inside, and you know he's like, "Wait five minutes and come in or whatever." And um, the kid is in his office looking through the guy's files and sees that his dad is like super bad. I don't know what he sees in there. <laughs> he's got files. Like, does he keep files on, on like who he killed? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's got files on himself killing people, which is a bad idea for anyone out there, right? Think and then that. you know he's. And he's trying to tell his kid, it's a cutthroat business. <laughs> Whatever. Right. It's like it happens. Sometimes you got to kill people. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, if you don't like it, you should leave. Uh, but, but he's don't. about to make the get biggest score. I'm like, probably Jamie. Yeah. And um, this is when you see her jump a fence and runs for the building. And they're watching her on TV again. This is what I meant before last time. Yeah. And they basically lead her to a vault and they're in there waiting for her. And... Um, they want to t- basically take her apart and f- see how she works. Yeah. They want to like, replicate geez. her. And, but then the kid comes running in with a gun to save the day. He uh, pulls electrical out of the wall, which basically locks them in. Right. And then he's like, you know, and she's like, sorry, I have to call the OSI on your dad. And <laughs> he's like, oh, that's cool. then it abruptly ended. I think it was like the end. <laughs> there was like no resolution. No. Yeah. You're, you're pretty much, that's, that's it. It was like just... you thought there was going to be like an epilogue where they show like Jamie back at the house settling in, going right. All right, this is going to be my life now, or right. something. And my but class no, just... is getting in order, and no, nothing. Nope. Just sorry, your dad's going to jail. Bam. <laughs> yep. That was it. So, yeah. Overall, not the best. <laughs> no, not no, not the best. I'm going to guess that the show's got better. I don't know. Could be wrong though. I don't. Even, but I, don't I think. Recall. Again, for the time, I think they would have trouble with Jamie being the lead. Not that they can't have shows with women lead, but like her being like, you know, they're, they always seem, seem to try to, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. I think too much, like I said, like uh, we were saying, too much housework with the bionics. Yeah. So I was thinking it was Ike Eisenman. Was the kid, but that might not be him. But he was—he looks kind of like him. He's—he uh, was the kid from like Escape from Witch Mountain or Return to Witch Mountain or whatever back from when we were kids. Oh, you but, think? Oh, oh, okay. You're saying the little the okay the kid in that. You early think the Disney little kid, movie. not the girl who was um, no, not Tim Richards or whatever. The other one. Yeah, I don't know who the girl was, but. <laughs> She's from The Real Housewives, man. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Did not know that. Well, she's not anymore. She was on one of them. She was... I can't even find it on MDB. Anyway, yeah, yeah, so I believe you. So, yeah, so this is not great. I, it's not... I don't know. It just... There was just too much in the beginning where 
didn't really have any point. No, no. And then it was all, you're right, it was all crammed into the second half. Really. <laughs> it's like, now you have three tests. It's like some sort of Greek mythology thing. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Right. There's going to be three tests you're going to have to pass. There are three levels. To get this job. But yeah. yeah. And then, and just like, bam, 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 bam. All right, he's arrested. Now it's over. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's some other episodes that I definitely want to see. Like there's uh, one where they uh, meet Bigfoot again. <laughs> I cannot get enough of Bigfoot, so I'm just saying. Yeah, there's some fembots one where they have these like robot women that go after Oscar and stuff. So really, that sounds good too. Yeah, yeah. I see. I so, see more of the bionic woman in our podcast feature. So yeah, just because it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's it for this episode. Uh. Don't highly recommend it, but you should see it. Yeah, I mean it's kind of iconic, so you can you have to see it, right? You know, you just got to take it with a grain of nineteen seventies salt, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, but anyway, all right. So we don't know what we're doing next, right? Right. We'd, we'd like to keep it that, that way, and yeah, we'll we announce that we'll once we do. Know. Yes. All right. So remember to check us out on iTunes and all the other podcatchers out there. Google Play, we're on Spotify, we're on all that kind of good stuff. Um, please rate and review if you can. Um, Ratings are appreciated. Facebook, yeah. Facebook.com slash I used to watch this. Uh, Twitter is I used to with a number two in the middle. Watch this. Uh, Instagram. I used to watch this. Our website. I used to watch this.com. Um, and that'll do it. Anything? Yeah. I think that's it. That's all, all right. of it. Great. All right. So for this episode of I Used to Watch This, I am Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.